Let me share an interesting story. Many moons ago, in my early days as a people manager, I was in a situation where in the middle of an appraisal, the person suddenly stands up and says, Sir, I need a promotion. Clearly, I was taken aback a little bit. It went against the grain of the presentation at the time, but I played on. I said, okay, great. So why do you think you need a promotion? He says, because I work very hard and I am very honest at my job and I come on time and everything. I said, great. So are the rest of the 10 people in your team? They do the same thing. So why should you get the promotion? He said, well, sir, I am more hardworking. I said, how so? He says, I have been achieving more than 100% for the last consecutive three quarters. 102, 105, 107% I've been growing. It's a fantastic job. I agree, I said. Absolutely, that's a great job done and that's precisely why you get incentives. Did you not? Did you not get your sales incentives on time? No, I did. And so then, my friend, what warrants a promotion? He says, oh, I've taken initiatives, I have taken more responsibility and I've turned up to work every day. I said, that's great. That's why you still have a job. And this kind of pushed the line a little bit and he went crestfallen, right? He was he was dejected a little bit. He sat down on his chair. The meeting ended and he went out and I, at that point, had transcended from being this nice, friendly manager to becoming the proverbial nasty boss. And so, friends, it made me think when the person exited the room, I sat back and thought, really, what does it take to get promoted? And I was trying to backtrack and figure out how I got promoted and what else did I do differently? And if I were to summarize that in two little words, they would be fuzzy logic. Hello and welcome to Bus Talk podcast about your work-life balance or the lack thereof, where we do simple talk in the world of complex commentary, the life around work and sundry. It's for those who need support in strife, stuck in the traffic of work life, hoping to find a method to the madness, joy in sadness, clarity in confusion and sanity in this commotion. Welcome to Bus Talk. So now you're thinking, what on earth is a fuzzy logic? Well, simply put, nobody really figured it out. Like there are no bullet points to define fuzzy logic, but it's like the X factor, right? Which a particular person brings to the table. These are all those reasons which are intangible, perhaps not measurable. You know, you've done your numbers, you've done initiatives, you are a decent team player and you fulfill seven or eight on 10 job description expectations, right? If there are 10 things that one needs to deliver as per a definition of a job description, you're perhaps exceeding seven, eight, or even nine. Well, very rarely I see a 10 on 10, but anything above eight on 10 is like a good job done. So that makes you eligible, but does that guarantee you a promotion? Answer is no. It's a part of you becoming a little more eligible than the other person on the team who did not do this. And and finally, how have you managed a 360 degree feedback? Your peers, your juniors, your seniors, what point of view do they have? 
are the views favorable so if if you see all these components small small components all add up to strengthening your eligibility the part that is not covered in all of these is the fuzzy logic that's the differential which completes the entire pie chart and if you ask me is there a percentage to that fuzzy logic i don't know i don't know if anybody knows that as well but i can safely say in lesser structured organization that fuzzy logic is almost 30% 40% or more in more sophisticated organized structured organizations is perhaps less than 10% and even though it might be less as compared to the majority of the tangible expectations or deliveries this 5% or 10% fuzzy logic from a weightage standpoint holds very strong that's like it's worth its weight in gold and that's why the weightage given to fuzzy logic is quite high in many organizations it's like the manager or the people manager or the boss has this gut feel here is this guy who will do well who who is an asset to the team not just for now but for the future and i'd like to grow this person people love working with him so somewhere around these lines are the ingredients of fuzzy logic you know one of the key things that many managers worry about is the moment i promote this person he just might leave and go so essentially you were earning 30 lakhs ctc uh, on before the promotion assume that you get a reasonable hike and you are now at say 40 lakh ctc many people decide to quit immediately after the promotion and that leaves the manager red faced and i'll tell you why you, you know think of this huddle room where there are these five or six executive management leaders or senior management leaders debating on the next promotion now what typically happens is hq will give say 100 dollars for the region and say well whether you want to give it to one person or distribute across 10 your call so that said the race is on to figure out who's the best person to get the promotion now clearly there won't be if we if you have 100 people you know 100 people can't get promoted right so there will be at least i mean there will be at best two or three people who'll get promoted who will those two people be now assume there are three managers three of them have their representatives being debated for a promotion now there are three people but there is only one promotion just hypothetically speaking so why should it be person a's representative as in manager a's teammate why not manager b's teammate because they will argue on these same lines because the eligibility across these three and they have been filtered out of the lot right there will be 100 people narrowed it down to say 15 or 20 and then the final shortlist is only three or four people of those four people if one has to get promoted there is a lot of drama that goes on in huddle rooms in conference rooms right what are what are these discussions some of these discussions revolve around the future potential of this person some of the discussions revolve around how the person is helped solve big problems for the organization for the department or got that marquee deal which has catapulted the forecast and you know have some sunshine come their way and so on and so forth but that's one part the other part is how much of an equity the manager has within the 
decision making table what equity does that manager have with his manager the super boss as it were if there is no equity he will or she will not be able to defend the case for promotion for this for his teammate usually we see strong managers or senior managers get their candidate in it sounds very political right it perhaps is you know so yes there is merit which makes you eligible the fuzzy logic pushes the envelope and the final bit of discussion between the wise men and women in the huddle room is about that fuzzy logic which usually decides the fate of this one person who gets the promotion clearly so many things go through their minds you want to reward somebody for past performance you also want to evaluate their future potential their longevity in the or the tenure in the role what will happen n plus 1 so once you do promote this person what happens to the peers what is the morale of the team what happens to the juniors who is going to come up next who will cite this as an example as a precedent and say well you promoted this person will you now promote my case as well and so these deliberations make it such a tough battle in a corporate environment that finally when a manager manages to get a promotion done it is incredibly difficult and therefore the flip side is groups start to form because people realize how difficult it is to get promoted after a certain point right when you're at your early stages in career you will get promoted quickly in quick su- succession perhaps in 2 years or less at times but once you cross the 10 12 year mark promotions are few and far in between and therefore securing a promotion becomes that much more difficult and so finally when the manager manages to extract a promotion and genuine legit promotion not like a placeholder promotion you know sometimes people think in in a particular way right so you can't promote everybody so it's like a carousel right give this person a trip to the us make this person the mvp acha give this person a salary raise but not a promotion or give this person a designation raise but not a salary uh, hike as much or you know there are multiple permutation and combinations to keep the whole environment peace at peace or happy or relatively happy you know people understand that you can't keep everyone happy all the time but can we ensure that there is no revolution as it were and and that's how this pull and push works at times and so therefore the groups start to form so birds of the feather flock together and therefore after the promotion is extracted or established by this strong manager the person in some sense becomes indebted to this part this uh, his manager saying that were it not for you i wouldn't have got promoted and therefore the bonding becomes stronger and as it pans out in many organizations it becomes a camp versus camp right if you're in this camp do you get promoted faster or if you're in the other camp do you get promoted after a long time and such becomes the legacy of these managers over a period of time if i were to sum this up for you can you do anything about the fuzzy logic well short answer is no you can't but the long answer is if you strength keep strengthening your case across all the other components the rest of the components which are tangible which are tangible measurable then the case for fuzzy logic also becomes little stronger people draw from those pointers that look this guy has been delivering consistently in a tough territory 
So there is some soft power that comes from there. Yes, the hard numbers are there in place, but the soft power is that the companies has seeded into a new market as it were. So these are some of the vocabulary that you need to keep giving your manager to champion it internally. Remember, that is where the equation between you and manager is so critical that he or she should know what are you up to? What are you doing? Where are you headed? And if you're not headed anywhere, ask for the help. And so when the time of fuzzy logic comes around, then he or she has this repertoire of activities that you have done consistently over a period of time. One word of caution, remember capitalism and fairness don't go together. And so there are times despite doing all of this, you might still not secure that promotion. And so yet another side of your character emerges. Are you resilient enough? Are you strong enough to sustain? And sometimes that is rewarded. You know, there are two ways people can get promoted generally. Number one is when you become this trailblazer. You know, you've done something magical. The trouble with being a trailblazer is it's not sustainable. It doesn't happen consistently over time. It's usually like a hockey stick and then that's it. It goes kaput. The other one is, of course, the omnipresent guy. You know, the guy has been around for quarter after quarter after quarter. He just refuses to go and he's doing his numbers. He's always up to something good. Every now and then he reminds us why he was hired across, say, 100 other people. And so these are the resilient lot and they keep prodding, they plow the field, they sow the seeds over and over and over again. And there are times I have seen because people often change jobs and sometimes you are left with this person and there's no other choice but to promote this person and therefore they get promoted. And if you ask any corporate guy worth his badge, he or she will tell you, that no matter how you get your promotion, it is always worth it. Yes, you might get it late, it might be delayed, all that is there, but when you do get it, you celebrate it. There are many emotions that you go through in a typical work-life situation. In your career, there are multiple letters that you come across each year, each month, each day. But none more important than the proverbial two P's. Two P's, P number one, the payday, and P number two, the promotion. Each month you are reminded of your worth in the company and in the market. The payday asks tough questions of your financial discipline, your career situation, your life, and your future. But the other P, bit more elusive, seldom given on the right time, not in your control, and always throws up a flurry of emotions in your mind. Joy, sadness, happiness, envy, anger, frustration, all these emotions one encounters en route to the proverbial promotion. And what happens when you do get one? The euphoria, the adrenaline precisely lasts about a month. And then the counters reset to zero. You realize that there are three more levels, five more levels to go, which is yet another 5, 10, 15 years of journey. So how do you re-motivate, re-pump, rewire yourself to get going? Let's find out.
So now, before I give you five pointers to get promoted, I have to begin with a disclaimer. Remember, the stars have to align for you to get promoted. And all of these stars may not be in your control. So always remember that. The fact that you turn up to office every single day is why you get your salary. The fact that you stretch or take up stretch projects is why you get incentivized. But getting a promotion is something that you cannot demand. You can ask for it, you can request it, you can perhaps push for it, but you cannot demand it as a birthright. That is dependent on so many other factors falling in place. So always bear this harsh reality in mind. That said, let's dive into some of the five tangibles that are perhaps in your control that you can influence to ensure that there is enough vocabulary with your manager to champion your cause for the next available promotion. Number one, in your first appraisal, after you join the organization, check with your manager. What constitutes a good job? Ask her, what are the three things you need to do that equals a good job done? Yes, the obvious answer will be, if you're in a sales role, do your numbers and that's it. But you've got to prod in further get those three, four, or even five specific granular tasks that if you attain them, achieve them, that constitutes a great job done. What this activity does is to make your manager sit up and think because they understand where you're coming from and what you're getting at. You're essentially saying that when we revisit for an appraisal discussion, say in a year's time, I will come back to you on these very three, four or five things that you said would, which constitute a good job and show how good I have done against them. And therefore, it sets up the conversation for a promotion basis these attainments. So they understand that. So you've got to be particular in documenting the response from your manager to understand what constitutes a good job. Point number two, what skill sets should I display to be eligible for the next level? Right, that's the question you've got to ask your manager at every appraisal discussion. You don't ask, when will I get promoted? When will you work for a promotion for me? That's not the right way. That in fact displays a desperation or it's at some point you might come across immature as well. What you need to present is, hey, Miss Manager, what are the three or four things I need to display in my existing role so that I can be considered for the next role or the next level? It is like a subset of the first question, right? Those are tactical for the year ahead, but this question is more forward looking. So you're asking the manager to share insights that you may be an individual contributor today, but tomorrow if you have to be a people manager, if that's what you aspire to be, the question is, what skill sets do I need to display? So your manager might say, well, I will observe you on conflict resolution, initiatives, team management, ramp up, you know, buddy calling, if you will, whatever, there could be multiple such examples. Jot them down, write them down and work at it. And this will tie back into the soft power or the fuzzy logic component. Remember, this you are filling up the bucket for fuzzy logic. The tangible part is covered in the first question. The intangibles are what you're covering in this part. Point number three, perception is reality. 
what are the two or three things you do that will build a positive perception about you around you does your team member your peer your colleague your friend from another department feel positively about you do they share testimonials of how you went and helped them out of your way accumulate such positive feedback right across the organization across departments if you can without really compromising on the time or the priorities with your current deliverable with your current work at hand you have to that's the eligibility part you have to ensure that your basic job descriptions are met and this is something that you're doing over and above to create a positive aura if you will around you people should love working with you nobody is here to win the popularity contest if you will although that's not all that bad but you know the idea is to also not be the most unpopular person walking the floor that that doesn't help either perhaps if i were to give you a percentage 100 being absolutely sucking up trying to get gain popularity which is blatant and one being this aloof leave me alone kind of a person if you are somewhere around the 55 60 mark of towards being popular and likable that always helps and a great way to do that is through networking at offsites parties where you will see lot of your colleagues making a fool of themselves getting drunk and puking and what have you you on the other hand take that downtime as it were to develop an equation clear the air ensure that you establish a rapport a bond between someone who you've been wanting to speak on the production floor but you were not able to for whatever reasons go and share did you do you know me did you know what i am doing can i share a couple of things talk to your mentor use such networking opportunities to create a positive perception about you and a word of caution though people know when you're sucking up and so don't overdo this people get that you're trying to make an impression and trying to create a perception you know leaders get that just ensure you don't cross the line know when to stop and move on to somebody else point number 4 office politics play the game only if you know how to handle it if you can't handle it stay away from it be very careful on what you say what you articulate like they say somebody's chicken is someone's burger be very careful when you meet with leaders or even peers and how you present your point of view in a group is very critical so how you communicate within the environment is a very important point which adds up to that fuzzy logic bucket you know leaders always watch you they watch you when you've just had a terrific quarter and you are on a all time high they also watch you when you had a bad quarter and you are you know in the dumps how do you handle yourself how do you communicate how do you present yourself that is something you need to always be cognizant of that people are watching you there's no place to hide right this is not a organization where you will sit in some corner and do some thing that nobody will ever notice no every single thing that you do or don't do gets noticed observed and word spreads fast 
you will be surprised how the time that you went and spoke with another leader in another department reaches to your super boss even before you can say hello. And so bear in mind, play the office politics very carefully. It exists. We all know that. If you are mentored well, chances are you will be able to handle it better. If you do not have a mentor, then I suggest you keep your life simple. Stick to the work, do your stuff well, keep building that, that equity, not just with your manager, but with your team and all 360 degree around slowly. And eventually you will get the hang of it. And the longer you spend, you know, the tenure at the role when it exceeds two to two or three years, automatically the economies of scale start to accrue and lot many more things become clearer to you and you understand what to say at the right time. So wait for such moments instead of rushing into defining a perception or making a strong point somewhere. So wait and watch, listen more is the advice. Point number five. The last point is the most critical one. The question you need to ask yourself is, who do you want to be? Be very clear. People like talking about those individuals who have a thought clarity. They're very clear in their mind, which translates into their work, their intent, their communication. It shows everywhere that your thought clarity will show your quality of work or the lack of it. So if you have if you're having a mental meltdown or a, if you have a muddled state of mind, it will reflect on the work that you do. So it's very critical that you have a very clear mind, mindset, mentality of the role that you are executing. January to December in year one of my tenure, here are the two things or three things that I will end up achieving and tirelessly work towards it. In year two, here are the two additional things that I will try and do. In year three, these are the two or three things I will do. As a summation of all that is what will make you eligible for a promotion. Yes, it can happen earlier, but the point is you should at least give yourself three years before you really get paranoid that, oh my God, I'm not getting promoted. You know, somebody once said, when you're riding high, you know, when you achieve your numbers for the first time, people call it a fluke. The second time they say, you got lucky. But the third time when you do it, they say, wow, they acknowledge the consistency. So that's what you are trying to achieve, excellence in consistency. If you can manage to do that, there are enough platforms, enough eyes, enough eyeballs on you to pull you up to the next level. Management is always looking out for the next bright person. It's not that people don't want to get you promoted. But the it's the flip side, you know, the challenges on the other side that there are too many people. So one wants to make sure the one that we do choose to get promoted is the best one. Clearly, there's nothing wrong with that thought, right? So be very clear about how you want to present yourself in the organization, and which requires a lot of thought process introspection, Take some time before you join the organization to understand the culture of the organization, how it works and what doesn't work. All of these help shape your thought clarity during the tenure in that role. And so friends, you know, I could go on and there could be 50 other points, but broadly, if you manage to take care of these five points, chances are you give yourself a better chance to be different, to be better, 
than some of your peers or colleagues who are perhaps not doing this or doing only one part of this. The idea is to see how consistently and evenly you execute all these five points. And be patient, it is always overdue. That's the last piece of advice I'll give you. Promotions are never given in advance. They're always overdue 98% or 99% of the times. So yes, what might seem late to you might actually be the right time for the rest of the management. So hang in there and keep pushing. Well, that's all for now. I hope you had a good time listening as much as I had sharing these thoughts. And if you did, do tune in to the other episodes of Bus Talk. Yes, you could share them on Facebook or Twitter and with especially those who might appreciate similar content. And if you need to talk to me or reach out to me, you can use the Twitter handle hashtag Gyanban, spelled as G-Y-A-N-B-A-N, one word, or email me on gyanban at gmail.com again spelled as g-y-a-n-b-a-n-n be sure to tune in next week there is a fascinating episode coming up for you till we meet again stay safe be well and bring your a-game to work ciao